Good morning, my Copenhagen family. I just want to share something with you this week about emotions, feeling, listening and talking, just communicating and understanding. I had a session last week because I asked to have some counseling in regards to the trauma I experienced recently in hospital. As of if you can remember, I mentioned a massive gap of almost three weeks, which I can't account for as I was sleeping in intensive care. That really affected me and family, friends, colleagues, lots of people, even strangers were affected and lots of people prayed for me and I thanked them. And I blocked most of it out because I didn't know what to deal with. And in order to deal with something, you've got to know what it is. Is it tangible? And I had memories, some things I don't remember. People tell me I tried to piece them together. But what I noticed about all the emotion work for me, the day I spoke to the counsellor, which was an assessment session, that day I felt tearful and, and I cried. I didn't plan to cry, I cried. And I think it was a cry of relief that someone is actually listening to me because she doesn't know me, I don't know her. So it was quite impartial. So that tear was quite good for me. There was a sense of relief because ever since my post recovery, when I came out of hospital, I worked really hard on my mental health because I don't want to go where I can't come back from. So I did the physical bit, which is getting really well. And then I thought, let's work on the mental health bits. And I've never once felt down in the whole time. I never, I mean, you feel, I felt disappointed in my abilities to do things I couldn't do. And then I accepted them to say, these are the things I can do and these are the things I can't. So I focus on the things I can do and I know why I can't do the things I can't do at the moment and know that I will do them sometime. When I spoke to the counselor, it clicked something for me. It was a light bulb moment to know that I am actually facing, clicking into something that's like, it's a, like I feel like, yes, I am on a journey to work on the missing bits somehow and manage how I'm going to manage them because I didn't know what to do. Normally when you know, say for example, I'm looking at a fan now. If I can see the fan, I can see it's not spinning and I know why it's not spinning. It's not plugged in, it's not switched on. I know that. But to work on something that you don't know what you're working on. So I said to her, I feel like I can't grieve because I do not know what to grieve for. And she said, those are some very powerful words because it seems as if you really don't know what, what, what's happening. And I said, and I also believe people don't understand that when they come and ask me things and I can't tell them, I don't know how much they believe that I don't know. So she thought I meant they don't believe me. I think they're astounded, they're astonished that how could you not know? I just don't. When I spoke to her and shed that tear or two, I felt a sense of high. I was on a high. And believe it or not, I rang a friend of mine just to tell her about it, to say, guess what? I spoke to a counselor and I feel great. 
So just to reiterate the importance of speaking when you're managing your emotions, talk to somebody. And remember, be careful who you talk to. When you tell some people some things, some people aren't interested and they're glad it's not them. And some people are interested, so be careful who you speak to. So I told this person how happy I was I'm speaking to someone. Do you know the next day I felt low? That was a shock to me. So I'm trying to work out if this is how it works with other people or it's just me. So I think I allowed myself to start feeling things and opened up my emotional box and have to deal with what's there. And that leads me back to think there are times when people avoid things, block them out because they're not ready. I am ready now. So because I start feeling things, suddenly that day I felt low. And I'm like, my goodness, I haven't felt like this for years. How am I going to do this, do this? So it's like I forget the tools I need to use to manage stuff because I haven't needed to go that far. I'm like, wow, so I've got to deal with this. And she said to me, do you think people are telling you things they're protecting you? It could be so. Maybe they believe I am not ready to handle what they're going to tell me. They might open a can of worms. I don't know. Am I ready? I think I am because I'm quite a sensible person but that day when I felt low I actually felt really low knowing that I felt low I didn't know why I felt low so I started to think is it PMS is it menopausal is it just a relief is it like I went on a high and dropped down low what is it I could have put my finger on it a few days after I felt kind of balanced again but a couple of days after again i not i didn't feel that low but i felt a bit questioning like i don't feel right and i'm like why am i feeling like this so i think it's actually me anxious about what i'm gonna face when i start talking about my trauma and investigating and finding out what really happened so it takes a lot of energy when you're dealing with emotions. So you have to be prepared, physically prepared, mentally, emotionally prepared for it. A lot of people around me, they talk about it, not in depth. My husband don't talk about it at all. I feel selfish talking to him about it because I'm thinking, what if he doesn't want to talk about it? Well, he's not a great talker anyway. And I'm thinking, what if he don't want to talk about it and I'm bringing it up? Would it be like I'm making it about me? But it is actually about me because if I'm not good to myself and having the best version of me, I can't be good to anybody else. So at the moment, I don't think I'm doing good, as good as I could, because I'm thinking I really want to explore what happened. But I know I will get there in time. And I think whatever is happening, it was meant to happen. God don't make mistakes. So if I was to deal with this issue when I came out of hospital a few days after discharge, maybe I would have broken down. So it's a few months now and I've developed strength physically and all that. So I think it's happening for a reason. There are times when I become irrational and I think, I want to know now. I want this. I want that. And I have to go back to basic and go, come on. Be sensible now. Can you handle it? Calm down. 
take things in stages and things will just happen. What is to be will be. If you're meant to be in Canada at 10 o'clock on the 10th of the 10th, 2030, that's going to happen. It will not happen on the 9th of the 9th, 2029. What is to be will be. So that's something we have to think about. So my dad just rang me and we were talking. And as I've said, he's a man of many wise words. And he said to me, the Lord will always guide you. You just take, take, just keep, keep neutral. Take things in your own stride. And don't act on your first thought. Act on the second thought because it will give you a chance to think. And I just said to myself, that must be a word I was waiting for. Because even this morning I woke up, I felt confused. And I don't know what I was confused about. I just wasn't feeling right. Because I know myself, I'm very in touch with who I am. I ain't perfect, but I can feel like I don't feel right. I feel tired as well and probably sleep deprived. And those things can make you feel any old how. Well, I was not feeling myself this morning. And when my dad said that to me about the thinking, never act on your first thought, act on your second thought, it just brought me back. To remember and growing up how strong I was and how I relied on his little proverbs and his little words to help me through things. And I just felt so good about it, you know. And then I rang my uncle and we were there talking and these are two men in my life that really, I look up to them because they got very wise word and they really love me. So when I, I, I think about what I have been through. I want to make myself better to help make my family better because my kids still talk about it. My husband don't talk about it to me. I don't know if he talked to anybody, but he must be feeling something as well. So I want to make myself better to help them be better. And the people around me who really struggled throughout my time for them to see that I have pulled through, you know, I, I'm doing well. Last week, I got some results from the doctor. And uh, one of them, all the blood works, they said we're fine. Said I'm a bit anemic. I said, well, I've always been anemic. I think I was born like that due to a rare condition I have. But they never said anything else. And one of the other tests they did. They were saying there was still something there. And I thought, well, the doctors took about two seconds on the phone, rushed off, didn't discuss. And I said, I can't sit here and worry, you know. What is to be will be. I'm not going to worry. Because they've got a lot of people to talk to. But I really, I don't know. The world has changed because they're giving someone results. You just throw it on them and you left. No conversation. No problem. Maybe there wasn't meant to be a conversation. Maybe I don't need to hear anything else. But what I believe is, what is to be, will be. And I will always be faithful and be strong and think of the best thing possible. But, but when I look back, I really like looking back because it gave me that strength to say, look at what I've been through. Sometimes I try not to look, but sometimes I just end up having to look. And what I've noticed, when I was feeling low, I was thinking low. I was looking for faults. Even the other day, when I was feeling low that day, I looked at my husband and I thought, he 
he hasn't even spoken to me about it i started blaming him and that brings me back to things when you see people behave in a certain way most times it reflects on how they feel and i'm like why am i blaming him he doesn't talk to me about it i'm blaming him for how i feel and i thought that's not fair maybe he can't talk about it to me i don't know if he talk with anybody else and i said you know what stop it have a good thing so the words my dad used to me just now they're really powerful to say don't act on your first thought act on your second thought and i'm telling you i'll never forget those words because sometimes the things things are not what they seem and you could think something and it's not what it is it's not what you think it is it look like what you think it is but it is it is not what you think it is so yes that is my story for today. Don't act on your second, on your first thought. Act on your second thought. That's like emotional discipline. But I had to share that with you today and to let you know that I'm a fighter. I will, I, I, I will get through this and let you know that none of us are perfect. If you're feeling something, talk about it. Because I'm there really, I think I blocked out the bits God I didn't understand. And as soon as I opened up and started talking to this woman, I cried. I'm like, why am I bawling? And I wasn't even sad. And then the next day I felt sad because I allowed myself to feel. I was not allowing myself to feel all this time. I just like, that's it. I must do my exercises. I must get my muscles back. I must do this. I must do that. And now, then what? I have to face reality. Whether I know the reality or not, I'll have to face it. So talk, think, act upon what you're feeling and don't let things get out of hand. I was on YouTube the other day and if you see the amount of people reporting sexual abuse, I'm like, oh my God. So once someone starts talking, everyone has start talking and talking and is talking about the same person. And I'm thinking, we should talk. Because people make things look such a taboo that people feel embarrassed talking about them. And these women, they show their face and they were talking about this man who was in the music industry, allegedly was doing stuff to them. And everyone keep talking. So it just takes one. Set an example. And if you don't talk, think about the people in the future who may get affected because you didn't say anything. Find a way of saying someone has done this to me or something has happened find some way and see how many people you could save because the person before you possibly couldn't save you because sometimes you report things nobody believe you anyway but um when i looked on youtube i was proud of these women for saying these things stand up and be counted and stand up for the right things a lot of people go to their grave with secrets that they wish they could say when you talk to people in hospices or people who are dying, the things they have to tell and they wish they had said it. Talk, talk, talk. You don't know what your words could do for someone today or tomorrow. The words you use today could save the world tomorrow. The words you use today could save the world tomorrow. Remember that. You have a lovely week. Bye-bye. <laughs>